Well, hello, hello, wonderful person, wonderful people. Welcome to In This Very Moment. I'm Cindy James, and I have been seeking and now finding the answers to the ultimate questions of living, like what's happiness? What's health? What's prosperity? What's the more? What's that G word that sometimes I would interface with God as? And in this very moment, the theme that I'm feeling for today, which is being recorded in the eternal now, so there is no time and space, in that eternal present moment where we can just feel the infinite nature of our being, that feeling of forever in a moment. And from that place of all is well, that I am loved and loving, and everything is really okay, no, no matter what seems to be going on on this earthly realm. This is being recorded in the fleeting now on March 17th, 2022. St. Patrick's Day, known to some of the Irish clan, like I come from top of the afternoon to you. I often go in between an Irish dialect and an Indian accent, and I don't know that I do either well, so that is uh, all you'll get from me today around that. And today I am feeling the, the three G's, I would call it, grief, oh, grief, God, whatever God is, and growth, and how they interweave together. Because a year ago today, my best friend's husband left this realm after an intense and short bout with brain cancer. Came very, very fast. A healthy, vibrant, amazing man, an incredible friend to me, a wonderful father and, and doctor and husband and beautiful human being. And, and his exit came fast. And today was the day of his last physical breath with his body. And so I'm very well aware of the feeling of that today, which is existing simultaneously with what I'm calling of avalanches of growth, avalanches of ease, avalanches of love, avalanches of knowing, avalanches of just this, I will say the word avalanche, but just almost the slow, moan, a slow motion avalanche you might see as it's just billowing, but there, it's just all consumptive. So there's no way to really avoid it. I'm experiencing avalanches of my purpose on this planet aligning purposes really, because we have so many purposes, but the foundational purpose to be a woman who loves and shares loves, loves, shares loves. I love that too. Let's shares loves. Let's do that as well. Is occurring so simultaneously with this. And, and I thought about that with what's going on in the world and probably has been going on in the world since the world was the world. Um, or maybe after, you know, the gases came together. I mean, maybe not with the gases, although, you know, that kind of um, stuff that I've seen on Discovery Channel and National Geographic about what it was like in the beginning seemed pretty intense too, as the forces were meeting, whatever we might call violence as um, our current selves. So as the world is doing what the world is doing and feeling the grieving of a dear person in my life and someone who met the world to my very best friend in the world for so many years, I, I'm like, can I have the permission to be happy? And I think that's such an interesting phrase that for the upliftment of humanity, we all need to answer that question from the real true depth of our being to dissolve the defenses that we have to that and say, 
First of all, do we need permission? And who's giving the permission? And do we need permission? Do we have the permission? Who's giving the permission to be happy? To allow the universe and the greater forces of God, or, or however you know that greater force, to allow them to align so that we can live in an environment and with people that serve our growth, our highest growth, our speediest growth in this time-space continuum that our soul has chosen to send a, a spirit to reside in. And, I, and, and do we have that permission to be happy? And I was asking myself that today, do I have permission to be happy? And the answer is, I don't have a choice in that. There is no external force giving me permission to be happy. It is my nature that I'm discovering and living into. And that is my mission here on this planet to be able to share that energy, to uplift, to cultivate, to inspire others to know that it is our birthright. It is our soul right to be what we call happy and happiness coming from finding within ourselves, our true nature not from what's happening outside of ourselves. But here's the great, oh, the great, great, great seeming paradox. Maybe it's an oxymoron like jumbo shrimp. Maybe it's a seeming contradiction. I don't really know if I'm using these words in the right way. But when we come to know that we are infinite, that we can be happy, that we have the choice to be happy no matter what's going on around us, no matter whether bombs are dropping on us, whether we're dying in concentration camps, whether someone is abusing us or whether we're being made love to, whether we're being praised, whether we're floating in Caribbean islands, I mean, which is a personal heaven for me. That that, when we know that to be true, eventually it must be that we will experience external symptoms of happiness, I'll call it that way, external signs of the alignment of the world that we see around us in order with the truth of our eternal nature. And once we inhabit that, then we become what I have called myself a self-titled planetary force for truth. And self-titled with a capital S, I know that to be true. And I know that so are you and you and you and everyone when we awake to it now. So not only do I have permission to be happy, if I need permission, I guess it's got to come from my lower self. My lower self, it, because my higher self is like, duh, I mean, you don't need no permission to be happy. It's what you are. But the lower self that still has doubts and fears, that still contrasts and measures, whether I deserve this or not, that I can then say to that maybe like a, a fussing toddler that's not grown up yet, which is really what our lower vibrations are. When we see heinous acts in the world, it's really immature psyches at work. And how do we, how do we help an immature or a toddler that might be tantruming grow? sometimes with a lot of intensity, but in authority, enough. Have you said that before to yourself? Enough. Or we say it with such compassion, with that enough, it's enough now. 
And with our intuition, we know which to use and when, and it, it can be very malleable. We have many, many, many ways of interfacing with these immature, not fully grown, not ripe energies that encourage them to grow, that encourage them to ripen, rather than maybe temporarily halting them, but just suppressing that energy until it geysers bigger. So I am a living proponent of moving, radiant, growing happiness, growing happiness. I think I said growing. I like that too. Growing happiness. Even as I am contemporaneously experiencing the grieving and the tenderness. I miss that man that left this realm last year. I grieve the opportunities that I had only imagined with him and my dear friend and her family. And I know that he is eternal and that love is eternal. And I know this, I don't always like this, but I know this to be true, that everything is always working out for us. Could you imagine that? I mean, what blasphemy she speaks. Get thee back, devil woman, I would say, especially to one of my dear friends and teachers when she would say stuff like this to me. And I was so entrenched in the pain of the world because I thought that if I wasn't entrenched in the pain of the world, I would be avoiding it and I wouldn't be making a difference. But what if, it's not even what if, I know it to be true, but I'll posit it as a question. What if radiating in the avalanches of our natural self will naturally inspire us to attract other similarly spirited people, similarly minded, similarly hearted, similarly everything people with so much rich diversity, yes, but on the same level of vibration that knows that we've come here to link energetic arms and hearts and minds and beings and be a force to hold the higher vibration as it grows, as the, I'd like to use this term, the pus on the surface of the infection of separateness kind of has its way, you know, sometimes you got to pop that boil, <laughs> kind of disgusting, um, but also very <laughs> cathartic and satisfying. I come from a long line of family members that enjoy doing that for themselves and each other. And I know a lot of other people don't like it. So many, maybe their way is just to just handle that by a full force healing, which I think all of these go hand in hand. We all have different flavors of it. So when I'm thinking of, of this moment in time and the grieving happening on the planet, because there are people leaving this realm, not dying in their sleep at 98 years old after Shangri-La and peaches and cream and sunshine and roses, there are people that are leaving this realm or still going to be in their body with a lot of intense stuff going on. Stuff that I have sometimes experienced myself and sometimes experienced in my clients or friends or I've seen in the world. But what can we do in this moment but to radiate that we're more than the external symptoms of the disease of separateness? that if they are on their way of taking their last breath due to bomb or hands or disease, that we will honor them 
This has been such a, a unstoppable topic that's flowing through me for so many years and specifically in this moment in time. This very moment, in this very moment, whenever you're receiving this in the fleeting now, because we're in the eternal now, in this very moment, it is time for your lower self that might fuss to give you permission to be happy as you say, it's okay. Thank you for the wisdom. I will take care of myself. I will access the typical masculine energy or the active energy of protecting my people, those that I'm committed to and have chosen to have a full one-on-one -on -one body responsibility with. And I will also expand that with the feminine principle of nurturing, like the divine mother, the earth mother that then has, has this ability to nourish and care for all of the children of the planet. And as we merge those together, it's exactly what the Galactic Council of Women represents. How to know, how to reach out to those people on the planet who know they want to create and maintain very high vibrational physical health, emotional health, financial health, familial health, environmental health, you know, community health, all of the kinds of health and happiness and and prosperity, expansive prosperity, harmony-driven prosperity. And know that that doesn't have to be given up in order to be as powerful a force for the upliftment of one and all. They are not mutually exclusive. In fact, they are mutually inclusive, mutually necessary. I need to take a deep breath in with that, a deep belly breath, 360 degrees, billowing. Let it come in through your nose and let your whole body relax. Let there be avalanches of ease, avalanches of serenity, avalanches of enlivening energy, and avalanches of pure knowledge, truth about your nature and the nature of existence. And as you breathe, see that we have already moved through a shift point in humanity. That we are capable of dissolving the forces of separateness that show up as hate and shame and blame and suppression and fear and lack oh, and disconnect. That we have, we have moved through that point and now we can continue to usher in a new world with great reverence and respect for those that are still fussing in the symptoms of the disease of separateness as we apply the healing cure. Oh, this can be cured, not just in remission, we can have remission. I certainly go into remission sometimes. We can send those, those thoughts that keep us small or lend others to thinking we're small. We can have them in remission. And of course, we always have. There is no abject misery. Even Viktor Frankl, as he recounted in his story, Man's Search for Meaning in the Most Heinous Situations in a Concentration Camp, found divine bliss as he used the power of his imagination to live in love and survive what we would call the unsurvivable. 
knowing that true survival is thriving from this essence of our eternal nature. And I always like to say, whatever I'm saying to you, your mind can enjoy this. You can chew on this as mind candy, but it's meant to be for your whole being, for your precious physical form, for the matrix of your whole entire mind that includes way more than the thoughts that you can process in this moment, that includes the meridians and the energy structures and the vortexes and the chakras of your form and the energetic field, the electromagnetic and energetic field that goes out from our bodies. Let it just infuse everything, including your bank accounts, your homes, your cars, your communities, your planet, your solar system, your galaxy, your universe, your multiverse. You and I are infinite. We are not we, we are one. And in this very moment, our choice is to, I love this phrase, let love kick the ass of time and space. So I'm going to com complete today with a poem, a rendering of a poem by the poet Hafiz that's done by a beautiful man named Daniel Ladinsky in one of my favorite books, which I like. It's called A Year with Hafiz. And this is the poem for In the Fleeting Now, which is March 17th. I highly recommend this book for all the wisdom it contains, but also it's really great to look at your birthday and to see that there's some divine blueprint like your astrology or like your ancestral lineage for what you might be dealing with. I like to, to, to when I first looked at mine, it's more than one page. It's two, page and, two pages, which is so right for me. And one of the lines is, I know your mind can be like a battering ram at times until I realized that out of the mouths of a thousand birds, there's a prayer call rising up. It's called out of the mouths of a thousand birds so that every sound I can hear now, rather than my mind battering me with all the best thoughts and the right thoughts and the villa, it's just like, oh, listen to the sweetness of the music everywhere, including those rich sources in my life that I'm receiving right now that are so supporting me grow to experience grief, to live in the truth of the divinity of God. So here, this is the poem for March 17th. No year because it's timeless. I think we need a password. I think we need a password or let's make it a pass sentence. That way, in case you ever come to my door in an emergency and God and I are busy inside, we could then just shout out, tell us the password if you really want to snuggle. I mean, isn't snuggling great? Oh, snuggles. And part of the password will be you knowing it is really a past sentence. And here it is in all its glory and truth. Love kicks the ass of time and space. Upon hearing that, God and I would look at each other bewildered, but with delight. We would be glad someone had reached us with the golden key on their tongue. Though, just to make sure we heard you right, we might say in unison, sing it loudly, baby. Oh, it's like Austin Powers, sing it loudly, baby. Cut loose. We need to double check. And then if you did, a strength and a smile might rise inside of you and right next to my heart, you might for a moment be beaming like an eye that knows. 
Don't ever forget L-K-T-A-O-T-A-S. Love kicks the ass of time and space. Maybe even tattoo that somewhere so you will remember. So love kicks the ass of time and space. There is love. I can be loving my dear friend. I can be loving those leaving the planet. I can be loving those coming. I can be loving those not with me. I can be loving you. Let me tell you, I know that I love you. Even if you haven't met me, there's no way. You know that song? I knew I loved you before I met you. And part of my great responsibility, ability to respond as part of the mission that I've been given as part of this crazy great galactic council of women, all genders welcome, is to be able to radiate that love to everyone and everything and to guide others to be able to make the most incredible positive impact in the world while raising the truth of their joy. If you need permission to be happy on behalf of all the aspects of existence, you've got it forever and ever. You've got it, baby. You've got permission to be happy. You've got permission to feel your feelings, whatever they may be that might not seem as happy. But I know this from researching and studying happiness for the better part of the last three decades is that happiness is or results from accepting what comes your way with the deep belief and ability to attract what we long for. Oh, we long for harmony. We long for prosperity. We long for peace. We long for abundance, joy, love, compassion, generosity, dance, song, surrender, faith, compassion, delightful giggles, and the strength that comes from knowing that not only are we not alone, it's impossible for us to be alone. So dear people, Revel in whatever comes your way this day or whenever you receive it, whether it's the natural grief grief of people you love coming and going out of your life or just new ways of being, replacing the old. Let yourself grow into the potential that you're meant to be and so infinitely supported right now. And let however you know the greater God, great spirit, Jesus, Buddha, Baba, science, nature, love, envelop you right now and envelop everyone and everything. And if you feel so called, please join me and countless others as we up the amperage here on the planet in the most playful, powerful, prosperity plus way, because it's time, because love kicks the ass of time and space. <sighs> love and blessings. Dear, wonderful person, I see you.